everybody, and welcome to episode seven of Friendly Fire Off the Record. You know, Ben, we were recording in Chicago and forgot to turn the recorder off and just kept talking. We did. I love it. It was that whole, man, I think that was a good podcast. What do you think about this? And then whew, we talked about, I mean, listening back, we talked about a lot of not things. So this will be an interesting one. There's uh, lots of feelings and uh, other things like that. So it'll be interesting to see. This might be one if you want to skip. Uh <laughs> I mean, unless you just want to hear more of our like true relational talks, but it's good. Yeah. What do you think? No, I, I think that's a good plan. Everybody skip this one. Go on to the next one. <laughs> and uh, if if we ever have a contest, all the questions will come from this episode so because you slackers skipped. Rewind a year or more back to Envision and like the second conference I went to is Future Web Design yeah. in New York. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> that's they, where you met Richard, right? Bansfield. Yeah. And that's where they had used they'd used that conference as an opportunity to have all the designers for Envision in a city together. And yeah, after the, it was the same thing. The second night, we were just best friends. Like yeah. we were all in the city together. We're going out drinking, and and so it just reminded me how important it's going to be to get the team together. And so as we do a distributed model, like oh, yeah. and like you and me, minimum I, twice a year, man. Yeah, minimum. It has to be because yeah. one can be an event, the other has to be just. <clears throat> Yeah, I think we use an event and say, hey, what do we all want to go to that we can all get something out of? But yeah, it's just the two days. I mean, like, you know, four days and two nights. Yeah. Four days and three nights. Hey, however you carve it up, God. If we're going <laughs> to, hey, if we're going to go hard, we're going to do five <coughs> days, two nights. Continuation. Um, but no, I think it's important because just getting the team together to see each other and pick up on the idiosyncrasies of each other and the yeah. little jokes. And like, people need to be able to have the ability to create inside jokes together. I mean, I don't know if you've heard me talk about that before, but like that is the cornerstone of a distributed team. Yeah. Is that shared experience where everybody laughed because then when you're just looking at glowing pixels, yeah. that is a friend. That is not somebody that you can yeah. close your laptop and shut up. Yeah, exactly. I've never heard you talk about that. Yeah. That's awesome. And so that's People where, over pixels. Yeah. And so that's where I think that's part of us being purposeful is mm-hmm. like we need to make sure that soon once we add a few more people that we pick a really affordable place to fly to. Yeah. You know, that's like, oh, everyone's airport, you know, from four different places can all go. Maybe it's Atlanta. Like, we can all just puddle jump into Atlanta. Could be Atlanta. Orlando's Um, really cheap. Orlando's really cheap, yeah. I mean, just go someplace that's really cheap and easy to get into so Mm -hmm. that we're being effective. And just put everyone up in a hotel. Yeah. And do some planning, like do some process stuff so that we can write it off, like have it be a business meeting. Yeah. But then, yeah, just go out. Do some nice dinners, like... Do an event like go to Rickley or go to whatever. I think we get you know. once we get the ten or get yeah. close to that. Yeah, that we're like okay, we're really close. We feel like we can do what we want to do now. I think that's a good trigger. And that's what was really interesting was like everyone talking about growth and yeah. like that. I think that number. Like I think that fifteen to twenty is going to be really, really important. Like that we don't go over that, and really important that we temper. I agree. It, there's, you know. there's so much that I've heard, and I don't know anything statistically or whatever, but over twenty is is really tough. Well, that was all the the product guys. I really, I'm a big fan of sixteen. See, that's where I'm at. Is yeah. it's like sweet sixteen? Like it's. Did just, you read Creative Company that I did. book? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it, I, you know, yeah, and you like I like Creativity Inc. too. The other one where he talked about the initial team size and. Yeah. how the, the troubles had as they grew but it's like if we have healthy revenue uh-huh. and especially if like as we're continuing to get projects we're putting cash away 
so that if we do get dry, like we just can keep the people on board. Well, that was a lot of Jody stuff yesterday, you know, talking yeah. about, you know, you got your tax or you got three bank accounts, right? You've yeah. got your working cash, you've got your fund, yeah. your, like your like security fund that you're taking that and that's being invested in easy to liquidate investments. And then you've got your tax reserve. Yeah. And uh, man, I've never ever had anything like that I've never but to your point like you and Jody said this last night Jody said uh, yeah I really like Ben he gets it and he was talking about how he was surprised how much you understood on the financial side and that he would hear you say something he would be like yes you know and so and you know I mean and not to blow smoke but you know Rinaldi pulled me aside and said I really like that guy Um, Kim was like he where did you find him you know all that kind of stuff so you you got fans here and, um, and I know that's not something you're trying to do, but I just think it's nice to hear when... It's something that I didn't think would happen. Yeah. I felt out of place. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and don't take this in any way, but I could tell... I mean, you had that, that rough start the first day. So when you're coming in late and everybody's yeah. underway and you've already... That, that's unsettling. But I could tell it took you a little bit to, to get in. And you yeah. told some of the stories that I knew made you feel comfortable. And, yeah. you know, it was like, so so once you got in that groove, like when I saw you later at the bar and you were talking to somebody, I was like, okay, he's relaxed. Yeah. He's, he's got it. It was hard. It's been a really hard two days. Yeah. Like, it's been, I'm, I mean, not, maybe, maybe top ten, I don't know. But, like, I just, I've not felt as out of place um, just because of consequences of other things. It has nothing yeah. to do with the owner's camp, but I've just been like, what are the things that I tell that I'm comfortable talking about? Um, honestly, I don't know if it's uh, if it's so much a story. It's the way I start telling stories. But it's it's when I was at Envision, or yeah. it's you know it's something that kind of sets the groundwork for your knowledge. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure if we were to go back, if if we could replay it, like I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I picked on you yesterday about prescriptive. I don't mean yeah, hurt yeah. your feelings. I'm sorry. You don't hurt your feelings. No, but it's and it's a, it's a strong point to make. But it's just that's that's one of the things that you'll percurse a lot with. Yeah, yeah, right. And you'll What's, say, I hate being prescriptive, but in this situation, it's my it's my self esteem. Like yeah. I have a real low self esteem. Yeah, and so I feel like unless I have a groundwork laid, I have a really hard time. And like, um, like I had I had a real hard issue like with bending the truth and lying when I was younger. Yeah. Because I had a really hard childhood. And so I wanted people to like me. Right. And so I would make up things. And there yeah, were th- no, I'm familiar. You know, and there were things that, like, were absolutely provable that they weren't accurate. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like... And so now I feel like I have to lay this groundwork of, like... And I do a lot of the, like, correct me if I'm wrong, or hey, right. this is just my opinion, or, hey, super subjective. And I feel like I've I've trained myself to do that. So that if someone attacks me, yeah. I can go. No, no, I said I said it was subjective. Or I said, well, and so it, it's funny. You know. So, so just so you know it, yeah, you don't have to prove anything to me. You've yeah. proven it. Like I'm, we're good. And if if there are things you have to do around other people, that's totally cool. Yeah, you know, because we all have to settle in. Yeah. Um, but but one of the things for me early on that I noticed when, when we would be talking, yeah, is you would say something and and you you meant it the way that you said it. And I would disagree a little bit. And you would say, no, 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 what I meant was. And you would yeah. kind of shift what it was just a little yeah. bit. And I think it's part of what you're saying here because yeah. that makes sense. It was like, I don't want Carl to now think that I was opposed to what he said. Yeah. I'm going to shift over a little bit. Yeah. But, but for me, it was like being somebody who had 
focus so much on being a chameleon. Yeah. And it focused so much on fitting in. Yeah. And, and then leveling up to try to be an entertainer at the group or whatever. Yeah. Um, I knew that move. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so it was like, I did feel a little bit like I was looking in a mirror. And, uh, and yeah. it's one of those things that's just like, no, don't. It's like totally cool. Yeah. Because you know? a good conversation is going to have that little bit of offset. Um, but that was one of the things for me when we first started talking. I think it was one of those things that actually had me you know, questioning more. Yeah. Because I was like, am I being played? Is, yeah. You know, it's like, it's one of those things that, yeah. that just kept me a little bit off center. But now we've hung out enough and I've, I've seen what you're capable of. And, and I think we've, we've had interactions, positive and negative enough that yeah. I'm like, fuck it. This is Ben and Ben's awesome. And, and if he's going to, if he's going to get himself comfortable you know, hey, sometimes you got to fluff pillows, you got to freaking yeah. do all that stuff. And it's the same with me. I was so nervous yesterday talking about the transparency stuff because I don't necessarily believe a lot of what I did believe. Um, yeah. And I made a shit ton of mistakes and, you know, people got hurt in some situations. And so I could feel my temperature rising when I was yeah. moderating that. <clears throat> and people would say, but what about this and what about that? And I was like, I don't want to stand here and defend it and I don't want to feel defensive. But I knew I was going to come off that way. I'm going to manipulate my way out of here, and which yeah. isn't necessarily what you do. But no, what I, I don't stand my ground yeah. on anything, and I'll change. I don't feel comfortable having a really strong point of view on something if I don't like know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm right. Because I've had so many people in life right. that have run over me by disproving something I said, finding, <laughs> finding some. That's that's why I don't hang out with my parents. That's why I don't yeah. talk to them. Is it's because anyone that keeps score I'm going to lose like my running score <laughs> is like not going to be good for me well see and I don't keep score on right and wrong I keep score on was that fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's like because and I've I went to this thing um, God, I was probably 26 called Hills High Impact Leadership Seminar <laughs> right and it involved a lot of deep breathing and yogi type stuff and uh, hyper oxygenation of the brain yeah. and, and all that crap um and I'll never forget the one thing I came around uh, out with because I had this need to be right. Yeah. And I felt that that had propelled me to this level of being 26, 27 and, and making six figures in Jacksonville, Florida, which is not quite seven figures anywhere yeah. else, but it, you know, yeah. it's up in the mid sixes, right? Yeah. And uh, the person was like, that was facilitating, she was like, Carl, okay, so let's say you're an onion, right? And we're gonna peel back some of these layers and we're gonna to start to understand you. And I'm just gonna cut it straight down the middle and you just look at this and you just tell me, what's going on? And I was, and I was like, well? And I started trying to figure out my answer and I was like, there, there's a core center which is you know, basically how I was raised and then there's layers upon that of my experience. And she goes, okay, well let's assume that you weren't raised. Let's assume that you just showed up here. Hmm. And I was like, okay. I keep going and going and, and went on like this for about 20 minutes in front of a group of about 15 or 20 people. And she went, Carl. And I was like, yeah. She goes, I am just fucking with you. There is no onion and you have this need to be right and prove everything and showed everybody that you understand stuff. And until you let go of that, you are going to be tethered to bullshit. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, and I started laughing. I did. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then um, that afternoon she came over and she goes, why don't you just go for a long ass walk on the beach and the rest of us will do this thing. 
And then you can have some time alone to unwind a lot of the things that you've convinced yourself. And you know what? I was able to let go of being right. Yeah. I still fall into it. Yeah. But when you can let go of the need to be right, man, you can move forward and make adjustments so much faster. You can really get to amazing places. <clears throat> but if you're constantly trying to be right at each step, uh, and, and the fact is, truth is different for each person. Each vantage point is different. So that I don't really think there's a right and a wrong. I think there's a yeah. best for this scenario, best for this context. I just want to not, I don't know, maybe I do. I don't feel like I need to be right on everything. Yeah. I feel like I need to be not to be made to feel horrible. You know, <laughs> and I think being told I'm wrong in yeah. a manner that's disrespectful. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I can handle criticism really easily if it comes in a very easy to like swallow package. Right, right. Like if it comes in, it's like, hey, like this seems like a thing and like it seems like you're doing that. You know, you've done it to me a few times. It's like, it seems like you're overloaded or it seems like you keep saying tomorrow. Like, yeah. Like, let's just, let me just free you of that. Like, let's not do that versus coming at me and being like, this sucks and it's wrong and you suck and this sucks. <laughs> and like, I can't, well, I can't handle that. Like I, early on in our relationship, right? I did have this like, yeah, he's standing me up again, yeah. you know. And then I realized, no, he's focused where he, th where yeah. he can do the most good. Yeah. And meeting with me to talk about stuff is not where he can do the most good. So I need to find a way to communicate with him and say it's cool. Yeah. Don't don't have a little part of your brain going fuck. Yeah. It's supposed to be over there. Yeah. And I think when you get focused, it's gonna be stupid how much you accomplish, right? Yeah, and and I, I'm I'm just excited to see that time to see that day where like it's four o'clock in the afternoon and Ben's like I just fucking crushed it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I want to get there. I want to, and I want to. I have a desire to be a good person, whatever that means, because yeah. I feel like there's so many non-good people. But it's been hard, man. It's it's, I, you know, and the, and the thing I'd say that we both need to be aware of, and we both need to slap each other around on is. Nothing is binary. Nothing yeah. is black and white. Yeah. Everything is not, not fifty shades, but a shade of yeah. gray. There's a few steps in between. Yeah, yeah. I just think you know, I'm leaving here going okay, and and it's you know, even coming up here at seven, you were like, hey, let's make sure, like you were kind of making sure I was going to be here. Yeah. And I felt I was like, well, I told him I'd be there, and I was like, man, I've told him that well, thirty or forty different times. <laughs> And it hasn't happened. And you've also had things happen each of the past few days that, that makes you a few minutes late yeah. to the main session. So it's like... I'm super annoyed by that. I'm yeah. super annoyed by that. You know, and then like I yesterday, I was talking to Joe, and Joe and I got into like a real conversation. Yeah. It was awesome. And then we both looked up and the room was empty. <laughs> like it was that intense of a conversation where I was looking at something on his phone. Yeah. He was asking my, like my opinion on it, and we like went Oot, and just focused in on this thing. They looked up and Tina was standing there looking at us uh -huh. and everyone else was gone. Was and that we, for lunch? That was after lunch. Yeah. And, so, that, and that's, you know, what, that's the sign that you guys were doing what you're supposed to be doing. Well, it's so it's funny. When enough. everything fades away and time disappears, it's like you're in your sweet spot. It's, and that's what I beat myself <laughs> up over is it's like I had walked in and I was late again. I was like, fuck, I am that guy that's been late to every session. <laughs> Not everyone. The ones that where I set and then the next session started, I wasn't late to those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I've been managing. And so it's like, I don't want to be the guy that constantly makes excuses for things that everyone else can figure out. Um, and so I, I'm leaving here going, okay, I'm going to try to put some things in place yeah. where I can be intentional about being in that 9 a.m. meeting, 
at 8.55, yeah. starting to be there before, because I don't want that to be a cultural thing. That's, when it will be, right? that will become a cultural yeah. thing. If they see yeah. us letting it be okay, yeah. then that'll become part of the culture. And it, it's slipping in meetings, deadlines, yeah. everything. Yeah. I'm okay with there being a culture of Ben's not great at time management, and so if I don't get something on his calendar, it won't happen. Totally different. But then what I need is, but if I get it on his calendar, it's got to be it's, real. It's going to happen. Yeah, because otherwise people are constantly gone. They're, yeah. they're hovering outside yeah. to grab you, and that feels horrible. So I'm giving myself that grace to go, it's okay that I'm not good with time management. It's okay that I'm not good with that. But if it gets scheduled and it's a thing, then right. I will be there. Well, and you aren't and so, coming on the team to be traffic. No. You're yeah. not supposed to be managing time. Yeah. You're supposed to be managing awesome. So I'm walking away from that going, I love that. Um, I'm walking away going, okay, that's one thing I know because it did feel bad. And um, I apologize to Greg for it. I was like, hey, dude, sorry yeah. I've been coming in late. That's not my intention. Yeah. Um, well, he, it was funny because I walked over to him and I said, I started to explain, yeah, he had this, you know, some stuff going on. And he looked at me and goes, that's the guy you want to be late so that you can be here. Yeah. Oh, and, that's and, awesome. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, that's and, awesome. and he also said that you came up and explained it, which yeah. I figured you would. Yeah, you know, but um, that's just yeah. And so I think I'm glad that we've talked about this. I didn't even know we were going to, but like, that is that is the core of everything. Is like I really have a low self esteem, and I really like beat myself up a lot. Yeah, and so if I'm not okay, it's typically because I'm either not letting something go, or like I'm feeling pressure from somewhere else of like that I'm letting someone down. Right. And like that is, that's core of like, that's why Leah and I work so well. Uh-huh. It's because she knows that and she just goes, just let it go. Like it's, yeah. it's fine. And you, you start to do that, but just know that like anytime I'm you know, laying a groundwork or I'm telling another story again, it's because I feel shitty about myself. It's because I'm feeling like I'm having to lay some like level of groundwork to where people will think I'm approachable. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. But you know what? I wouldn't say that. I mean, I appreciate that it's because you feel shitty, but I think human nature is when we first meet people, they haven't heard our stories, they haven't heard, and we have to give them a context for who we are. Yeah. I think that's normal. I I, I don't know if you could tell, but like, me giving our intro of who we were, Uh like day one, was the most nervous I've been about something in years. Well, we haven't really talked about it. I was quaking. Yeah. And, And you really didn't hit much on engine. Yeah. You know, which was perfect. Yeah. You know. Because I wasn't going to, because engine is... Like, from if you take a percentage of time, I'm not even to a percent yet <laughs> of like what engine has versus what it is, and I don't. Yeah. And that's the big thing is we talked about it, we put it on our list, but like everything I do, I want to respect what engine has been. Yeah, and I want, I don't want to, like, I want it to continue to be a place you're proud of, and so I don't. I don't yeah, and yeah, as the first day, I was, I was like, man, I'm talking too much, and he didn't call on me again. And like, and then I, I I thought about it, and then the next session happened. It happened where again, where I had had my finger up, and I was like, and I was like, no, like, it's not about you, right? He's doing an amazing, like, really, you did an amazing job. You're so much better at moderating Thank you. than anyone I've seen because you're so empathetic, and because you're thinking of all these dynamics that other people could never even be trained to think about. Thank you. You're going like, okay, he hasn't talked. I know the types of things that he said. You said to me, you're like, I know you're going to say something that's going to bring up three or four other things. Yeah, I'm keeping you in my back pocket. So you're in my back pocket for when yeah. I'm ready for that. And yeah. I noticed it because in the next session after I told you that, yeah, I put my finger up and then I just kind of put it down and it was kind of coming to a lull and you're like, Ben? And yeah. it was, and it kind of re a little yeah. bit. And so I just, 
I like that we're in this second phase of like we're getting to like the real things that make us yeah us and I'm really I, this has been a really really good trip for me like I'm glad as much shit has been happening yeah you needed you needed owner camp you yeah. needed it right now and it, because it's I can say stuff and it's going to go so far but we're in a relationship together yeah. so even not meaning to I'm going to have an agenda yeah it's going to be things that yeah. not not consciously but when you're meeting new people they're not going to have that. So for us to be able to, you know, this is our first public outing. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, we, we were in Grapevine together. But um, one of the things for me that, that I had to, I mean, I, I sat and meditated on it a little bit. Yeah. Was Ben's going to say stuff that I probably will disagree with. And he's representing Engine. And I just need to sit here and let him do it. Yeah. I'm not going to try to change or contradict or flavor or put, you know, a little dab yeah. of icing on it. And honestly, you haven't. Okay. I was about you know? to ask, did I? No, no. Yeah. But the, the thing was, I knew that I need to give you space yeah. so that you can stand up and be engine, right? Well, dude, I mean, I'm, that's, that's I'm huge. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you yeah. for doing that. I mean, it's that's what I was asking for. I wasn't asking yeah. for autonomy. I think when I look back yeah. at it, what my need was was space. Yeah. And was space to kind of be my per- be me. Right. I don't want to be in your shadow. Well, and, and I think that was the fear. And I don't want you to be my boss, right? Yeah. So it's like yeah. we both are two independent people that have had bosses. Yeah. I've only had one, and she yeah. was awesome. Um, my story's different. <laughs> yeah. We, and, and it shows, yeah. right? Not not in a bad way, but it just kind of flavors the way that you approach things. Yeah. I like it. I like this idea, and like I feel like I've fully resolved and calmed it. It's like there's something amazing about I am going to look at far now. Where before, when you're like, hey, what are we doing for blah, blah, blah? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to Can get this Can you not this see me digging quicksand? Done. Like, yeah. And you've been so patient. You've been so amazing. I'm, I'm so excited about this next phase, though, because it is where I think I am most successful. Yeah. I'm a good designer. I'm a good illustrator. I'm a good developer. You're good at all that stuff. But that's not where I'm most successful. You should be doing that stuff for engine, yeah. not for clients. Yeah, that's where I'm not. Like, yeah, exactly. And so I think... I talked to Adam about it yesterday, yeah. and I said, I've got this thing that I've labeled Professor Paranoia, which is, I don't want to become the professor that was like 30 years ago when I did work for Nike, yeah. and the whole world has changed and everyone sees it but me. Yeah. You know, So I want to keep designing. I yeah. want to keep developing. I want to keep learning languages, but never for a client Yeah. in a role where there's like, hey, there's a deadline. I'm fine doing work for clients if it's like, I'm going to block out these three hours and sit down with our designer and we're going to design something amazing and then I'm going to grow wings and fly away. Yeah. But I'm never going to be back in the place where it's like, hey, Ben, when are we going to have this ready to show the client? Like, that's not... Yeah. I can do that. And if that's the case, then we need to hire someone who's going to be the president. Well, that's the thing. And I need to go be our creative director and designer. But that's not what I want. That's not yeah. the desire of my heart. So. Yeah. Your story that makes you feel right is being president. What was the and quote? you've you've got the you've got the skills on the financial side. You've got the skills on the healthy metric side. You've and I got did, all that. I shit. didn't think I did, honestly, yeah. Carl. But no, I think it's I think that's important. And when whoever said it yesterday, it was one of the quotes I wrote down. Was that um, a decision to grow is a decision for the principles to change? Yeah. You know, like I was like, God, that's so. Yeah. And we need to just keep that in mind everywhere we're at is it's like, okay, if we're going to do this and that will probably change our dynamic yeah. and our roles and then our roles looking down. Well, that was one so. of the things that, that made it easy for me to, to give you space and, um, and let you kind of find your way with engine was, 
and it was Jeff Wilson who run who owns three five two who works with Pete, um, and he was the one that said it in uh, in Owner Camp Denver Stoner Camp. He uh, <laughs> he said the people who got you here won't get you there, and I'm sure other people have said that. I'm sure yeah. that's like written in the stars, but but it was that understanding that an owner's love and passion yeah can get something to a level, but then all of their inadequacies are going to keep it at that level. And it doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means you can't do anything on your own. Yeah. In, in all of human time on this planet, right? Yeah. In all of our time, there are very few instances of anybody doing something on their own that was yeah. crazy successful. Yeah. Everybody borrowed from everybody else. Yeah. Everybody had somebody they were bouncing ideas off right. of. Right? And that was, that was my biggest, that was the biggest reason why I didn't start my own thing. Yeah. Is because I knew for a fact that me sitting by myself at the top of a company with no one to run things off of, no one to call BS, no one yeah, to yeah. do that, that there's just no way I would succeed. Like, I can't, I know I'm the type of person that, like you said, if I can get focused on what's important, I think I can do good things. <clears throat> but I know I can't do it by myself. I need someone else to have insight and someone else to have, hold me accountable. Like, yeah. tell me the things that need to change. And I'm just, man, I'm incredibly grateful I feel like I'm just I'm in such a good place right now with all this well and you know if you'd seen me even before the nine months that I sort of took off I, mean, I was hiding under a rock man I yeah. was like this whole thing's gonna explode and I don't want to get it on me yeah. <laughs> you know I mean yeah. you, you get to look at opt-in and autonomy and, and flat and all these things a lot of it was a desire not to be the sole person <laughs> responsible because that. well the, the pressure of 32 people the pressure of five people yeah. These are their lives. And, and that's why yeah. I never wanted to own anything. Yeah. I really didn't want to own it. And then yeah. it was just by default because everybody else wanted out. Um, yeah. Or a few people, you know, didn't work out. But uh, but so that's part of what, what you bring to me. And, and you know, you, you talk about your low self-esteem, the imposter syndrome sitting in this seat. <laughs> it's like the two of us together are the unwonder twins, right? <laughs> it's like unwonder twins, form of manic depressive. <laughs> form of closet alcoholic right <laughs> go get them team yeah. um that, that for me is like one of the the cool things is that as an imposter i can see the reality of how strong you are in these different areas because i even though i didn't know it having you come to owner camp and having the people that i respect give you a badge of validation as shitty as that may sound like elevated you it didn't elevate you more in my eyes what it did was it gave me more confidence in my belief that you were yeah. the person that could do this at Engine. Whereas before, it was like, I really think he's the guy. But I had self-doubt about my own beliefs. Now, yeah. and it's human nature, I see these people that I know are really... Like, Joe Rinaldi is such a good dude. For him to say, I like Ben, right? Jody is super smart on his stuff and doesn't pull punches from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah. And he was like, well, Ben really knows his stuff. Gabe and I haven't really had a chance to talk, but he was like, I like Ben. Yeah. You know, so it's like all of those things to me. I mean, you've met my family now. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. You know, you're coming in and you're meeting my business family. Yeah. And, um, and for Hoy, Hoy pulled me aside and he goes, we got to talk about the app while Ben's here. Right. And a lot of that for him is the app, right? Yeah. Like he wants that, but also he's got confidence now. Yeah. I think it's cool. I mean, it's been... Or David, my favorite, David coming up saying, hey, is it possible for us to get some time for Ben to present what he's doing? Because Hoy came over to me and he goes, we're having a Daniel Mall moment in the uh, in, in the main room. I went, yeah, who is it? He goes, it's Ben. I went, really? <laughs> because at Owner Summit, Daniel Mall presented, and afterwards a lot of people had questions, and Dan came over to me and he goes, hey, 
is it cool if like 30 of us just sit in the main room and have lunch there? Because I got a lot of people who want me to keep talking about the stuff. And I was like, fuck yes. You know, that's what this is about. It's about finding conversation and keeping it going. It's yeah. not about shutting it down because your time's over. Yeah. So when Hoy told me that, that was a situation that was like, wow. Not, not, a, not a badge of validation, but like a value. You brought a value that everybody was like, I want to understand more. And I, I don't know how it felt where you were sitting. You know, it could have been a little intimidating, overwhelming. Because I know I get in those situations and I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm a dude. I read some stuff. You know, I, I wrote some stuff. I thought some stuff. I'll share it. Yeah. Please don't change your whole model based on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, I want, I, it, it was cool because that was the only thing during that session where I was like, and it's it's hard when when it's something that's ingrained in you, and you see it not firing on someone else. And I was like, these people need to understand the mechanics <laughs> of cost. Like just like there are four or five levers. Like you can look at and go, okay, if I hire this person, here's the impact of that. Yeah, I'm going to pay them this. It really means this. I need to charge this plus this, and to really make money, I want to be here. Right. And like no one got that. And so I was like, and it made me feel cool because like, yeah, I think like, like I said, the low self-esteem, I was like, yeah, I don't know if, I don't feel like it's as much imposter syndrome, but it is definitely like, I don't know. But yeah, it, it was cool. Like I didn't know where I stood and I had that, I was beating myself up of like, people think I'm this guy that's talking too much yeah, and that is um, late and like not making this a priority. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you brought information people didn't have yeah it feels cool I mean that's just super strong I'm excited about it man it'll be fun yeah. to get there and talk about that we gotta be downstairs in like 25 minutes I just got slacked you did Wriggle around in my cracker pants. <laughs> Reese, wriggle your cracker pants. Crack, cracker, cracker pants. That was a phrase that came along earlier in my life when we were talking about favorite words. Pa- <laughs> pants is a fun word. Crackers, also a fun word. Cracker pants, I hardly know a pants. <laughs> cracker pants, I hardly know a pants.